Welcome to Pick LJ Podcast, your official Gilmer Chamber podcast. Join us as we dive into local businesses and events that make Gilmer County special. Now let's find out what's happening in LJ today. Everyone, welcome into the Pick LJ Podcast. I'm here today with our good friend Ron Cheslock and a new guest today. I've got Leslie Thomas, the president of the Historical Society and with the Tabor House Museum. Uh, Leslie, we haven't had you on before, so welcome in. Thank you. You were just telling me a little bit about the Tabor House, about how it got started. So start from the beginning and tell me um, about how the Tabor House became part of the Historical Society. Well, we had a historical society that was run by uh, Morris Parks for about 10 years. And in 2004, Gilmer Arts had developed a historical arm for their arts association. So we were part of that. It wasn't a place where we had the museum. We just had the historical society there. In 2007, the commissioners asked us to come to one of their meetings and they called us up after it was over and said, would you like to have the Tabor House? And so we talked over the particulars of it. And one of the things was that we had to put in about 50000 to 75000 to restore the house. And I actually did $75,000 worth of volunteer hours. We had about 20 locals who came and helped us paint and clean and set it up. And then we had people that started showing up with memorabilia and artifacts, and they flat out told me it was going to be the county museum. There you go. (laughs) We didn't have any display cases or anything. We were using card tables and whatever kind of tables we could find at that point in time. And Paige Green asked me to come down and fill out some paperwork for the chamber grant that they had. And we filled out the paperwork and we didn't have enough to file for the major grant. So she said, let me see what we can do. And she got in touch with a businessmen's association here in Gilmer. They graciously gave us all the money to order the display cases that we have in the museum. So very thankful for that start. So tell me a little bit more about the house itself. So you told me that it was um, constructed in 1870, which is making it the oldest house in LJ. So tell me a bit about its history. Well, it's considered Reconstruction era, where they came and tried to build up places. But Gilmer never had any real battles during the Civil War. Mm Mm-hmm. There was one battle out at the east end of the county off of Bucktown Road. We started out and everything has changed over time in the 17 years that we've been open. We have a Civil War room and we try to keep that with both the Confederate and the Union troops are represented there. And we probably have 300 books and we always have some that are duplicates that we sell. to the public to make funds for donations to the museum. We have a veterans room, which we started getting people bringing in their ancestors or their loved ones who passed during some of the battles of World War I, World War II, Korean conflict and such. Thankfully, Joe here at the chamber offices, Welcome Center downtown, puts up the 
crosses during Memorial Day for that. We have done that in conjunction with them for a while. We share the information on who the soldiers were that served. And we have two other rooms upstairs that are were bedrooms at one time for the school that was at the base of the Cemetery Hill in downtown. And that had become, by the time I moved here in 1999, that had become the sheriff's office. And then, of course, when they remodeled and tore down the courthouse, they also tore down that school, the sheriff's office, and moved them around into the new courthouse when it got constructed. So we've been here a long time, don't quite understand why people out of town know how to find us, (laughs) trying to find the locals here because we're still trying to tell the story of Gilmer County. And most every town in Georgia has some sort of a museum, lots of little ones. People are kind of in shock when they come into the Tabor house because it's a lot larger than they think it is. Right. And we have three rooms downstairs. Unfortunately, we don't have access to the upstairs for any handicap. That Mm. would be a wonderful idea if we can get an elevator put in. But we do have a wheelchair ramp that we fought for for almost seven years with commissioners to get it installed. So we do have the wheelchair ramp and they can come. We're working on getting a video of the upstairs to show to those that can't make it upstairs while they're waiting. And we have uh, a Cherokee division of our downstairs pioneer room. The kitchen wasn't added until 1935. They put in electric appliances and the homemaker wouldn't use them. So she still cooked in the fireplace that was in the kitchen. So it was quite interesting. And she was the secretary of the Methodist Church, which is now the Catholic Church. The t- house was uh, started by Dr. Edmund Watkins, who owns this particular house that the Welcome Center is in. He was building that house and didn't like how it was turning out. So he was talking to Thomas Hartley Tabor about the house, and Thomas said he'd take it over and he'd finish it. And he was married to Laura Cox, and she actually turns out to be the great aunt of one of my volunteers. And I don't know if you know about uh, David Bailey Freeman, who's the youngest Civil War soldier. There's a wayside exhibit in front of the courthouse, and we have a display in the Civil War Museum. David Bailey Freeman was 11 years old when he joined the Confederacy, and he was with his older brother. He was out in the field shooting squirrels out of a tree at 150 paces, and they made him the sharpshooter. So at 11 <laughs> years old. It. And there's stories like that all through. So, that. And as we go along, we've learned all of that. Some of uh, my volunteers are from here, but most of us are from out of town. So. And so for anybody who's looking to find out more information or how they can uh, find the Tabor House, you have a website for them to go to. What's that website? GilmerCountyHistoricalSociety.org. Okay. Do you have a phone number or anything like that or an email if they have questions? 706-276-1861, appropriately. (laughs) I like that. I like that. Um, And you leave a message and we'll get back to you within the week. And tell me, um, give me the address and then also the hours of operation. 138 Spring Street, just off the square behind the courthouse. 
It's a three-story Victorian house. Hard to it's miss. actually a dog trot Victorian because the hallway from the front door used to open up to the back door. They made us close it off because it's nine inches out of code. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still uh, very visible to people to come in and enjoy it. Our hours are Thursday, Friday, and the first three Saturdays of the month, 11 to 3. Are there and we're always looking for volunteers. And are there ticket costs or anything? or is it? Uh... It's a donation. We've done that for 17 years and managed to pay our utilities and do anything else that we needed to do. People are very generous. Fantastic. All righty, Ron. So we've got a couple things coming up. First off, uh, tomorrow is going to be the Georgia Mountain Trails Fest and the 5K Sasquatch Run at Harrison Park. And so we want to remind everybody to come on out for that. Get an early morning start, have you a great run, and then uh, come hang out. There's going to be some food trucks and all kinds of festivities for you. And so let's remind them of everything they have to look forward to. Yeah, so that's right. So this is our second annual Sasquatch 5K. Last year, we partnered with Keep Gilmer Beautiful, Friends of Harrison Park. We had almost 90 runners, um, exceeded what our expectations were, and we're hoping that uh, this year will be the same. Weather kind of looks good right now for the long-range forecast. It's a good course. It's a fast course. It starts and finishes right there at Harrison Park on McCutcheon Street. So just a very short distance from downtown LJ. This year, we're also going to have the Georgia Mountain Trails Festival participating as well. And as you mentioned, we're going to have food trucks, vendors. There'll be demonstrations from uh, Gilmer County Fire Rescue, Search and Rescue Techniques, and many other civic groups as well. So we're very excited. I believe the events, the 5K starts at 8 o'clock in the morning, and then immediately following will be the rest of the festivities. I believe there'll be a bouncy house and just all kinds of activities for uh, the family as well. And then lastly, coming up here in May, we're about a little over a month away. We got the LJ Songwriters Festival coming up on Memorial Day weekend. That is absolutely going to be something you don't want to miss. It's going to be at six different wineries throughout the weekend with some amazing local artists, songwriters, singers, um, fantastic wine, fantastic food, and just a good time all around. So we want to remind everybody to come on out to the LJ Songwriters Festival on Memorial Day weekend. And with that, that's going to do it for this episode of the Pick LJ podcast. Remember to tune in on Thursdays around 5.15 p.m. on WLJAFM 101.1, as well as WPGY 93.7 and 98.1 FM, as well as 15.80 a.m. You'll hear this on Wednesdays by going to WLJARadio.com, clicking on the podcast tab, and clicking the Pick LJ podcast. You can also find us on many of your streaming services, including Spotify, Podbean, iHeart, and others. Join us next week. We're going to have Pam Burns, the director of the Gilmer Art Playhouse. We want to thank our guest today, Leslie Thomas, for coming on and telling us about the Historical Society and the Tabor House Museum. We want to say thank you to all the members of the Gilmer Chamber and, of course, all of our listeners. And with that, we'll be back again next week. This has been Pick LJ Podcast. To find out more about everything Gilmer County, visit gilmerchamber.com or visit the Gilmer Chamber Welcome Centers at 696 First Avenue, East LJ, or 10 Broad Street in LJ.